And on this edition of the Eric J. Richards Podcast, I sit down and talk with comedian, actor, writer, producer, Rick March, as we sit down and talk about writing, producing, and much, much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Eric J. Richards Podcast. The guy had no idea what movie I was referencing. He didn't even know what Blazing Saddles was. And after that, I was like, all right, we can't be friends. Go get her, Ray. And we know where that's from, right? That's from uh, the Flintstones movie with Holly Berry and John Goodman. Welcome, everybody, to the Eric J. Richards podcast. And today I've got a special guest. He's a good friend of mine. I haven't talked to him in a while. He is an actor, a writer, a comedian, the jack of all trades. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's my honor and my privilege to introduce you to Ricky March. Ricky, thank you for coming and thank you for joining me on this podcast. Eric, my pleasure, man. Good to hear you again. It's been a yeah, while. It has. Uh, I think the last time was in 2014 i think right before uh, the abbey pub uh burnt down oh yeah yeah how about that that was a while that, that was a while a lot of changes since then a lot of changes yeah uh, what about uh, changes for you I'm, I'm guessing obviously oh yeah well you know i am seven years older which in my case doesn't make things doesn't make things go any simpler i'm pretty healthy though my son got married, uh, going to be a grandpa. Thank you. And uh, I was with I, I was with uh, a woman for eight years, and then she left, and now I'm with another woman for about five. And uh, she's delightful, lives here with me. And uh, that's it. As far as uh, business goes, you know, uh, I didn't do comedy for a long time. Because of the pandemic, I just started to do shows now. I did a couple outside shows, which really didn't work for me in Chicago. And I did no Zoom shows because, well, I can't connect with the audience on Zoom. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're on Zoom now, and I haven't seen you in what you said since 2014. I still can't see you. Uh, well, I mean... That's because I don't. I, right now, I have a face for radio, so uh, at least I've, that's what I've been told. Okay, there you are. See, cool. <laughs> All right, now I don't feel so bad. Look at you, nice digs over there. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Looks good. But actually, that's a bad. I, I don't so. look much older, do I? Okay, good. Uh, yeah. let's put that, let's let's put those pictures away and move right on to our next topic of discussion where you're going to ask me what's it like being 3000 years old doing comedy <laughs> well okay um how, you know you you've been doing it for a long time i mean you you've obviously you've you uh, since the pandemic you you've i'm guessing you've had new material since you've gone out and and interacted with the humanoids uh uh, now that places are opening up. I'd like to tell you that I've been doing a, sh a shit ton of, it's okay to swear, right? Too late. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I have been doing a ton of writing, but I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I've been 
trying to trade the stock market and was good for a while. And then I got a job uh, working for a company uh, from home. And uh, it's, it's, it's been very tough. You know, I, I, the, this, this part of the job allows me to be on the radio. They have a squawk box feature. And so I can riff some jokes there, but that's about as close as I get to writing anything. And being out in the, I have, because I work, I work, I get up at four in the morning every day for this job. So, uh, you know, by six o'clock at night, I fall asleep and I, oh, I felt I slept through our meeting, but uh, you were kind enough to, uh, pick it up where we left off at 7 30 so i'm doing okay i'm not i wouldn't say i'm having fun but i guess that will come when life gets back to normal okay and what does normal mean for you i mean everyone has uh, a different definition of normal so uh what would what would you def- how would you define normal like place everyone gets vaccinated and not needing a mask or or what how do you define normal? Well, for me, it would be going someplace without the mask and being outside and interacting with folks and, but not the places are jammed. Now, since everybody's been locked up for, you know, 15 months, every place you want to go fun is jammed. So comedy clubs, they're only seating at 60%. Uh, but, other places like vacation spots. I want to take my girlfriend to Miami. It's, it's booked up. Uh, regular rooms at a hotel in Vegas, for like $500 a night. It's insane. So I want to do some fun things. I, I really, I, I have the vaccine, so I'm not concerned about getting, going anywhere or catching something, but it's still, I don't, I never liked crowds and now it's a lot of crowds. Okay. And so that's how you define normal. Um, So you're going out and performing and obviously that, that I'm I'm going to assume because I haven't performed in a while, but I I would assume that for you, it it has to be a little bit uh, cathargic. Well, it's, it's good to get on stage and make strangers laugh. I will tell you that. Uh, I, I did a I did a podcast with Mike Hover. I don't know if you remember him from uh, from Chicago, and we were riffing, um, and we picked we just picked the topic. We just started improvising, you know, uh, riffing jokes back and forth, and. Uh, it was that made me miss doing stand up. Um, now I've been out a couple times. I don't really, for me, it was the money would have been was great, but I made the money doing corporate gigs. But I just make missing stranger making strangers laugh. Sometimes you can do it by saying absurd shit, like speaking of oral sex right in the middle of a conversation. But it, that's not that I like it on a regular basis. That's all. Hey, there's there's nothing wrong with oral sex. I I appreciate that, and uh, I wish you luck finding the proper man to be with. But I'm not that guy. 
<laughs> or woman. I prefer women. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I mean, I'm, hey, look, I'm about as straight as an un- uncooked spaghetti noodle, okay? I hear you. Do you, uh, you're, you're heading back to Vegas, which means what? Which means you're going to gamble, be with hookers and live to drink free drinks and all that stuff? Or Not in that specific have- order. Oh, okay. I was hoping. Yeah, I mean, next I time to- you come out to Vegas, you know, hookers on me. All right. I think I'll come out with my girlfriend and you can just buy me dinner. How's that? <laughs> that sounds fine. All right. Good to know. Fine. Yeah, I mean, they have great buffets. I thought they were closed. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not there yet. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. But, but as you as you were saying, things are opening up and things are going back to quote unquote normal. So maybe by the time I get there, which will be in a few weeks, um, you know, things will the buffets will be open. <laughs> OK, let's let's hope. So let me ask because I haven't talked to you in forever. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Did you were in, during the pandemic, did video editing go away uh, because people weren't interacting or wasn't COVID safe or what? So I was working for one of the local news stations here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, And because of that, um, with the COVID going on, they decided to make budget cuts. And I was Uh one of those people that made budget cuts that was on the uh, invite for the pink slip party. I got you. And so... Uh, yeah, I was just, I've just been looking for work and, um, and I eventually found one in a uh, place in Vegas. Oh, good. All right. So is it back to news editing or something different? Like uh, you did, yeah, it, you did yeah, sports I'm, uh, something a while ago. Yes, I was in sports for, uh, for, uh, a cup of coffee. Um, but I stumbled <laughs> into news and, uh, you know, I've, I've, been okay in news um i'm a, I'm a third generation news guy so uh you know uh, i'm i'm sort of i sort of grew up in the business gotcha i did not know that have you been well, on you know, stage in a while no um I, I here in arizona there's there's a good comedy scene in vegas uh i didn't experience any uh thing fantastic in the comedy scene but i i've been performing uh, here and there um, although I treat it more or less as a hobby now instead of a, you know, uh, paid profession. So I, I, I'll go on from time to time. Um, I'll have people introduce me. Hey, this guy does stand up comedy instead of, Hey, this guy, you know, is one an Emmy for editing video. So, you know, uh, you won an Emmy. That's cool as hell. I helped win a local Emmy. Yeah. For in Vegas, well, when I was in Vegas, that's still cool as hell. Yeah, I would just introduce our next comedian coming to the stage is an Emmy Award winner. Please give it up for Eric Richards. Don't forget the it, J. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, there's there's a lot of uh, Eric Richards. Of course, I'm like the only dark skinned guy who sounds very very white. I'm like the darkest no, white guy people know. You're not. You're not. There's uh, there's a, there's several black comics who sound very white. Ah, well, 
Uh, I'm they, not black, so. Well, all right, get off me. I am not a racist. <laughs> I didn't say you were black or white or green or whatever. You're just a unique individual with a sick sense of humor. And that's all I got to say about that. What do you think about that? Oh, uh, well, it's nice of you to say that I have a sick sense of humor. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and your sense of humor is, is, uh, is, is, uh, very, um, what's the nice way to say this? Well, it, it's a perverse. sick sense of humor too. <laughs> it's perverse. I give you that. Yeah. 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 You, you know, it, it's, uh, acquired taste. Wow. Acquired taste. And you asked me to be on this. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, look, some people don't like the perverse humans. Some, some people just like the knock-knock jokes. Well, fuck those people. I agree. That's, fuck them dead square in the ass. If you can't say stuff that you want to say, I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, horrifying, but you got to say what's on your mind. Yeah. I think. Um, no, I was going to ask you, you have to say what's on your mind, and absolutely. So how would you define your style of comedy? Like, well, are you a storyteller? Or are you like someone that, for, for someone who hasn't heard uh, any of your stuff? I, I don't think I'm a storyteller. I write jokes based on my, uh, my viewpoints and so forth. I don't, uh, I try not to offend individuals in an audience but i definitely have a point of view that's uh that's uh, you know like you look at the news and there's people on the beach now and whatever and some aren't vaccinated and i go well let them die i don't give a fuck darwism yeah pretty much i mean just let them die um, is that wrong? Probably, but I don't care. I well, don't. And I'll tell you something else. I, I think we're seeing the, the dark side of America now because of, people are rather stay home and get unemployment. And I think that blows. I think that's horrible for the economy. I think that's horrible for the country. Get off your asses and go to work or go off your get off your asses like I do at every four in the morning and wake up and have your job, you know, like that. That's what I. Uh, that's what I want for America. I want us to be back to normal. I want to go to a bar that's that's crowded, but not crowded. Get up on stage, tell some jokes, get off stage, do some shots, go home and play with my dog that's not a metaphor either we have a cute little dog here okay yeah i've seen pictures on uh of you and on instagram it was it is it still cranky ricky cranky ricky on twitter okay. i don't even know what i am on instagram because i hardly ever use it cute pictures go on facebook uh anything else i use twitter mostly for business actually uh, okay. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Um, now that everything's opening up, I, I, before well, before pan the pandemic, you were you were hosting a lot of shows. You were hosting the Abbey Pub, uh, one before it it went up into flames. Um, 
but what other stuff have you were you hosting prior and are you wanting or looking to host other shows uh now that things are opening up i'm producing a couple of shows with a fellow named larry bloom i don't know if you've ever met him he was at the abbey a few times uh we got to be friends he lives not far from me and uh he's um He's a good dude, and we've we produ- he's got a, a, an incorporation called Funnier by the Lake, and you can check that out at funnierbythelake.com. And we produce shows in the northern suburbs uh, because of work and so forth. I don't do open mics. I don't go into the city three, four nights a week like I used to. <laughs> Just... Uh, have no energy for it. I I do shows Friday and Saturday nights. And if a corporate gig comes along, I'll do that. But aside from that, I'm content. I don't, I'm not going to hit open mics four or five nights a week. Um, I think I found my voice in comedy and uh, I need to definitely write more. That's for sure. To sit down and actually write jokes. I haven't done that. I mean, every once in a while, say something funny and at home and I'll write it down and I've got a few index cards with stuff written on it but to produce shows you need to know the people on the scene I don't uh, because it, you know since the Abbey closed uh, I and that was an every night or a once a week show I was always busy since then I don't have it and did you and do you know for a fact, I'll tell you for a fact that it doesn't it's not open yet still. Big building burned. They sold the building, but they haven't reopened the pub. That's just that's just sad to me anyway. Yeah, no, I mean look, uh uh John Taffer of Bar Rescue uh started a GoFundMe at, at one point for it. Um to help raise money to, to open it up and, and everything. I don't know if it's still going on, but I know at one point I, I, I gave uh, to it to help because it, it was a great place. It was a great room. Um, you know, it was a fantastic uh, vibe and everything uh, at the Abbey, but, you know, it, it is a shame. Yeah. And uh, I, I have the, the, uh, the, the episode of Bar Rescue of the Abbey Pub on my uh, DVR. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched what they did and, and so forth, but I don't think they've done anything since the, uh, since, since the pandemic or even to the, uh, even before the pandemic. Well, I, I know I, cause I was watching, uh, cause I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Um, uh, and uh, like they did a, uh, you know, a where are they now type episode. And they, they you know, they uh, John Taffer and his crew went back and they looked around the around, you know, the building and everything. And then he's like, yeah, I started oh, they to revisited? go fund me. Yeah. Did they revisit it? So after the fire, right? Yeah. Oh, I did not see that. If there's a link, please send it to me. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I can I can look for it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean they they did a, a an episode about you know 
how it was burnt down and everything. And he started a GoFundMe. And, you know, I don't, I, I was like, what, 2018, 2017, something like that. And uh, I don't know if the page is still up, but yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it was sad. Um, it was, it was a great place. It was a historic place too. And um, for it, it, it is. Uh, did you get a text sad. message just now? I did. Yeah. Um, I, I'm from, multitasking. <laughs> is it from some hot chick? Um. Uh, I wish, I wish. No, right. I mean, look, when it comes to girls, uh, you know, women, I tend to repel women. On I guess purpose? that's what happens when you, not on purpose, no. No, I, I guess that's what happens when you look like the, the Unabomber, I guess. I No, the Unabomber was white, so that's yeah, not you. Well, okay. No, it was weird, because like I was on a, shortly after September 11th, you know, it was like maybe a month or two after 9-11, um, I was on a date with this, I was on a group date and this girl who I was on the date with, she just decided to, uh, run away. She saw me and just run away. She's like, yeah, I don't want this guy. And, you know, so I was like on this group date all by myself. So, uh, classy date, classy I, date. I, I, yeah. What was it so, about you that repelled her? I don't know. I don't it's know. Probably because you sound white, but brown. Yes, that could be it. I have the world's whitest name. And yes. Hey, wait a minute. This guy, he's not he's not white. I can't date him. <laughs> but I digress. Um, well, let me ask you this. Um, acting wise, because you, you were doing acting for a, for a little bit. Um, do you do you have the itch to go back to acting or I do not on stage. Uh, I don't want to do theater anymore. I'm, it's too much time. I mean, I love the opportunity. I love to play different characters, but I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be on stage uh, for theater anymore. It's just not for me. Uh, I did do an audition for Chicago Med couple weeks ago uh mm -hmm. it's weird because they're all taped they're all remote uh so you tape it you send it to your agent he sends it to the casting company mm -hmm. and uh then they decide whether or not you're going to go in and, or do another one for the director mm -hmm. you know yeah so that's uh the, that's oh I I've got the news on in the background and I'm mm -hmm. watching this the news of these kids who uh, who sh broke if 12 and 14 year old who uh, broke into a house that had guns in it and they started shooting at the cops yikes that's that's a nightmare that's a nightmare. Listen, I don't, I I do want to catch up more with you, but mm -hmm. I've been getting some texts in the background from the guys I work with, so I want to see what's happening there. Okay. So uh, let's ring off and uh, let's try to uh, connect in person over a cocktail. What do you think? That sounds good. 
Absolutely. All right, man. You take good care. Please. Take All right. Care of you too. All right. Thanks, Ricky, for being on this podcast. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you some other time. Take care. All right. Thanks, Rick. All right, that was Rick March once again. Thanks to him for being part of this uh, abbreviated edition of the Eric J. Richards podcast. Uh, Stay tuned next time where I will sit down and pick brains of more entertaining people. Until then, please, uh, as always, try to stay sane in this crazy world. I'm Eric J. Richards. Thank you. Have a good one. Mm